You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning, friends. Um, and as you can see, I'm flying solo. I don't know where Mr. Beaver is. It's uh, possible he slept in. Maybe a touch of insomnia. I myself, I get my fix my glasses there. I myself have been suffering from insomnia for the last week or so. And last night I actually slept through till 4.30 this morning. I went to bed at 10.30, so six hours, which is more than enough for me. So, welcome to Friday morning. I hope you're feeling good. I'm, I'm feeling great. Coffee cup is at the ready. We're going to put on a show for you as much as I can. Flying solo without a net, as as uh, as I normally want to do. I um, I'm kind of a, a freewheeling type of guy, but I do have a couple of things I want to put up for you here. First off, this is kind of a description of my life. Um, I'm sure many of you can relate to this. Some days that's just how life rolls, right? And then, of course, our good friend Billy Connolly. I like to say our good friend, but I've never met the man, but someday I'd like to. It really sums it up right here. Never trust a man who, when left alone in a room with a tea cozy, doesn't try it on. Now, I think that's kind of funny and also relatively accurate. And as the Christmas season has begun, because we are December 2nd now, we should soon start hearing the cries of you can't say Christmas from a bunch of Christians, except that um, from 1659 to 1681, the Puritans outlawed the celebration of Christmas in Massachusetts. They hated its pagan roots and excess, meaning the only group to ever ban Christmas in America were Christians. Oh, I'm sure that's going to piss off a few people, but hey, facts are facts, truth is truth, and real is real. And you know, here at this program, we like to stick to all of that. We don't believe in lies. We only believe in the truth. Sometimes we might not like the truth the way it is, but that's just how it is. So Danielle Smith, who has uh, repeatedly told us that she is indigenous, um, part of the Cherokee Nation, it turns out isn't. And for that, I found this little uh, thing on the line being conceived in the back of a Jeep don't make you part Cherokee, which I think is pretty fitting for Danielle Smith because everything about that woman is ridiculously phony and fake and outrageously over the top. Just to rage farm, I believe, is, is what her, her endeavor is, her milieu, her, her, her mission, her modus operandi. She just wants to rage farm. 
That cup of coffee is hitting good this morning because I am, although well-rested, I'm not a morning person as I've described to you in the past. And let's face it, uh, I'm a little slow off the hop when I roll out of bed in the morning. Hence the um, usually a couple of octaves lower in, in my voice because I'm I'm just not fully aware, awake yet. <laughs> oh boy, how how do we how, let's let's talk about a couple of things here. First off, Ottawa's LRT inquiry was released uh, yesterday. What happened? Well, the LRT inquiry report was released Wednesday, and it paints a devastating picture. The LRT was open before it was ready, and everyone involved knew it. The inquiry's commissioner, Justice William Horgan, identified two overarching failings in the LRT project. Number one, the Rideau Transit Group gave deadlines for completion it knew were false. And number two, city officials, including former Mayor Jim Watson, did not tell council or the public the truth about the state of the trains. Heads are going to roll over that one. Diane Deans, a counselor, former counselor, I should say, said former Mayor uh, Jim Watson should issue a public apology. She also said Councillor Alan Hubley, the former Transit Commission chair, should resign from council for his role in the LRT fiasco, CBC reported. Hubley was one of the few people who were part of the WhatsApp group where critical decisions about the LRT were made, particularly, particularly during testing. I don't know how he could sit at the council table and make decisions about the future of this city when there could be no public confidence left in him whatsoever, Diane Deans told the public broadcaster, the CBC. So heads are going to roll at City Hall, uh, and a lot of the people that were involved in the cover-up, or the, uh, is, it, is it a cover-up or is it more of a shadow game when they're just not telling the truth? Well, a lot of those folks are um, about to find themselves in very hot water, even though most of them have stepped down from... Uh, Sorry, I didn't want to cough in here. Most of them have stepped down from their positions. So we'll see what happens with that. Now, a um, couple of things this morning. If you read the, the headline that I put in the description, um, Morgan Freeman was trending. It's okay. It's just because he's super popular. Britney Spears turns 41 today. Marinate on that one for a minute or two and realize how old you're getting. It's okay. Getting old is is a privilege denied to many, so don't 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 fret about it. Getting old is a good thing. And of course, um, Neuralink from Elon Musk um, took a quick break from being the megalomaniac that he is while running Twitter into the ground and trying to keep Tesla operating along with SpaceX. He had a show and tell event for the Neuralink where he announced that in about six months we should be able to have a Neuralink installed in a human. Now, the device is a uh, coin-shaped chip about the size of a loony for Canadian viewers and listeners that aims to enable humans to carry out various tasks by controlling a computer with their brain activity. Why it matters? Well, <clears throat> technology like Neuralink could improve the lives of those with disabilities by assisting with mobility or communication. The device could also expand to the general population through industries like healthcare and gaming. Yes, but critics don't buy Musk's loftier goals like giving quadriplegics full-body functionality or restoring sight and say the tech will stick to basic tasks for now. My editorializing on that is I like the lofty ambition. I don't know if it can work, but hey, at one point in time, flight was a, a dream. Going to the moon was a dream, and those things all became realities, so... 
Neuralink also seems to have made little progress from its past demos, while competitors like Synchron have made more impressive advances. Wouldn't be the first time Musk's mouth created a check his companies can't cash. Be I'll put a man on Mars in 10 years. Tesla will have 1 million self-driving robo-taxis by 2020, or anything Hyperloop related. Bottom line, protecting this technology is hard. Don't hold your breath for Musk or any of his competitors to deliver a functional brain chip anytime soon. So, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I like the idea. I like the, the fact that it would be able to provide possible... Um, mobility to those who have been um, mobility inhibited. So we'll see. I I don't know if it can actually work or not. I mean, I think it's a pretty risky subject to implant a chip into one's brain. But then again, the cochlear implants are similar to that, and they've been around for a long time and provide a a modicum of hearing for those who have been uh, rendered hearing impaired. So let's see. Let's see. Oh, that's interesting. Thank you, Linda. Mirella Ravina won the gold medal in the Women's Skeleton World Cup for Canada, which is quite awesome. Way to go. Way to go, Mirella. I hope Raniva. Raniva? Did I pronounce her name right? I hope I did. I hate to to mess up people's names. I I, I don't ever want to misgender anybody or mix up anybody's name. So if I mispronounce a name, it's because I've read it and not because I've been told how to pronounce it. Something I read once years ago where they said, if, if somebody mispronounces a word, it's because they've read it. So, you know, they took the time, they took the effort to try and learn it. They read it. And reading is a skill. I mean, some are better at it than others. Some are quicker at it than others, but it's something that's important to communication. I mean... I certainly think so. I don't know what your opinion on the matter is. <clears throat> I'll check in with Mr. Beaver throughout the day. Don't worry to make sure he's okay. I don't, I, I'm assuming he slept in or, or, or just isn't feeling well. Usually I get a message from him or email or a text or something, and I didn't this morning. So I figured after about 10 minutes, maybe I'd better start the show because we did commit to a show. And uh, I don't want to uh, leave you wonderful people hanging, you know, leave you in the lurch as the saying goes. I don't want to do that. Oh, another headline that I read about this morning earlier. <clears throat> Had to clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Ottawa, the nation's capital of Canada, uh, was uh, had a record 16 Christmas movies filmed between April and October of this year. A few friends of mine uh, worked in the film industry, and a producer friend of mine who, uh, well, he's not going to be making films anymore because... Um, he might not be with us come January. He has uh, stage four uh, cancer. So, you know, I'm hopeful that he can stick around for a little while longer, but uh, it's, you know, it's inevitable. That was a sad note for a Christmas uh, message, but he was uh, one of the larger uh, film producers in Ottawa for a very long time, made a lot of movies here, has a complete series. You can find them on Crave. Um, the, his name is... Uh, you know what, I'm not, no, no, because he's nearing the end of his life. I, I, maybe I should leave some things private, right? You can find a series of films on Crave, shot in Ottawa, in the Ottawa environs, um, a series of uh, whodunits, murder mysteries, that sort of thing, and I'll leave it at that. I think he deserves his privacy at this, uh, this time of his life, as he's nearing the end, and uh, yeah. Not trying to get dark or deep there, so let's switch it around and go to um, 
anti-vaxxers who now seem to think that you can get an STD from the vax. According to this group of uh, anti-vaxxers I found on Telegram, um, the anti-vaxxers of Facebook, this was a Telegram message that uh, I received uh, from a friend, and some of them are... uh, just just beyond ridiculous. I'm not juiced, but my husband had two cups. I know he's faithful, but I was just diagnosed with a sexual transmitted infection. Has anyone else heard of this? And they just go on and on and on about how getting a COVID vaccination can give you herpes. That's not possible, folks. We've crossed into the realm of stupidity here that I've never seen before. It's not a thing. You you cannot get an STD from a vaccine, lady. Your husband's cheating on you. I hate to I hate to break it to you, but your husband is cheating on you. You you can't you can't get an STD or an STI from an, a vaccine. It, I'm sorry, no, no, no. We've crossed into the realm of uh, stupidity. Well, it, you might be right about that, Linda. Except. There's tons of people on the on that uh, Telegram channel spewing out the same thing. Well, that's interesting. So Chris Skye, that um, little pipsqueak of a man, has been telling people that for quite a while. That's hilarious. So what, did he give his wife an STI or an STD and said he got it from a vaccine? Because he's been vaccinated. Remember that, folks. Otherwise, he wouldn't be able to cross an international border. Which... By the way, crossing international borders into another nation has nothing to do with the Prime Minister of Canada and everything to do with the leader or government therein of the nation you intend to visit. So I don't know where the heck people come up with some of these things some days. I guess they just have vivid imaginations. And as you know, speaking of uh, vivid imaginations, here's, here's, a, here's a good one. There's um, the Freedom Convoy 2.0 Bear Hug Canada, Ottawa, from February 17th to the 21st, 2023. Well, this little um, poster promotional thing has been altered to reflect the actual truth. We are taking a temper tantrum again. Please be patient until we grow up. More deals, details to come. We are just losers. Which I think is a more appropriate um, uh, poster, uh, promotional item for that group of individuals because let's face it, all they ever do is whine and cry about how hard they've had it for the last three years. <laughs> As if none of us have suffered. The singularity of it is beyond ridiculous. I could go to a funeral or uh, I visit my loved one in the hospital or get on a plane. None of us could. And we were all able to accept that because we're adults. At least many of us are. I'd like to think the vast majority of us are. And children behave better than these so-called adults. Because children are the ones who would follow the rules simply due to the fact that they realize they're smart enough to understand that an airborne virus that has killed millions, maybe not kill you, but it could probably maim you for the rest of your life, neurologically speaking, and guess what? There are many people that are suddenly finding themselves uh, with the inability to function normally in life, and they are now permanently disabled to an extent. 
so all of a sudden we've got people applying for ODSP at record levels because Doug wouldn't do the right thing and continue to keep mask mandates in place. Don't forget, old Dougie Ford also destroyed 3 million doses of vaccine because his rollout was so piss poor. Is there anything that man does worthwhile? I guess if you're a wealthy billionaire developer and want to buy land in the green belt, that's not supposed to be for sale or to be developed. Yeah, he's done right by you because he's letting you develop the green belt after he swore up and down he wouldn't. There's a lie right there that should be enough to end his entire uh, premiership. The corruption is so in your face on the surface. It's it's just beyond belief. I've never seen anything like it before. I didn't think anybody could be so blatantly in your face corrupt and act like nothing's wrong. They, they seem to have their own their own world that they're living in, or they got some special rose-colored glasses because everything looks rosy to them and the rest of us are suffering. Meanwhile, they've cut billions from the uh, budget over the last few years. And, um, yeah, they say they can't come up with the money to pay QP or, or um, healthcare workers, but they've cut literally billions, like tens of billions, and they've lost billions. And I still don't have my beeping bracelet, so do with that what you will. Dougie just wants to give away the money to all his wealthy friends as they privatize health care and education. Oh, that coffee's good. I like a nice hot mug of coffee in the morning. Really gets my jets rolling, started, revving up. My engine's revving. Get your motor running. Not going to head out on the highway. I will walk down the street. I do have to go into the office today. I have a, um, a couple of meetings that I need to attend to. So I'm, you know, it's not going to be as long a show because I'm flying solo and I don't want to do that, but I didn't want to let you folks down either. So here I am rambling incoherently as I do on a Friday morning. <laughs> so. Let me just jump into the chat here and see what you, what you wonderful folks have to say. Please tell me. Share some thoughts with me. What do you think about the current state of the province of Ontario and Doug Ford and how he seems to think that he can do whatever he wants and get away with it? Because I'm really, really disturbed by this. When I have uh, a friend of mine who is a... Uh, member of my Scotch and Cigar Club, real good, real good fellow. And we all, he's, you know, he's a progressive conservative and he's voted conservative his entire life. And he voted conservative in this last election. And we were talking the other day and he was so incensed at the uh, blatant in-your-face corruption from the Ford government that he said point blank, that's it. I can't vote conservative anymore. He goes, that, that this is beyond reproach. And this is a wealthy man. He's, he's very wealthy, but he's also a compassionate human being. He does not like to see food banks or homeless people. And he has no problem with paying taxes and allocating tax monies to take care of both of those groups of people. And when I tell him what's going on with the ODSP, his eyes just get bigger and bigger and bigger. He starts to do one of these, like, oh my God. Because he doesn't understand, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't understand what's going on there because the Ford government doesn't talk about it. They just talk about how they finally increased their ODSP payments. But let's face it, folks, come on. 
I'll give I'll give the Ford government credit, and they're the first government in thirty years to add to increase ODSP payments. But fifty bucks, that's not even a bag of groceries right now. They're not conservatives, right? You're, you're absolutely right, Hugh. Oops, there we go. You're 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 not. They are not conservatives. They are reforms, reform party. That's all they are, and, and they are cronies who uh, are working for their big. Uh, donors, their big wealthy donors, and figuring out ways to put more money in their pocket. I mean, the province of Ontario, the level of corruption right now, it's ridiculous. Not just Ford, but look at some of his cabinet members, like Stephen Lecce, who is in charge of public uh, education, but he went to private school his whole life. And who is his assistant? The assistant to the Minister of Public Education? Sam Oosterhof, a Dutch reformer, Christofascist, who, well was homeschooled. So how can somebody who went to private school and somebody who was homeschooled know or actually run a file that is public education? Well, they clearly can't because you've seen how much money they've cut from the education budget in the last couple of years. We're going to have to... uh, I think you're right about that, Linda. I I think we're going to have to... um, get the feds to step in and and shut down this development of the green belt because it's it's just beyond reproach. The level of corruption, it's staggering. I never thought, this. I mean, this is something out of a novel. A dystopian novel, of course, but nevertheless, it's something out of a novel. It's just beyond ridiculous. And I don't know... I don't know what can be done about it. I don't know if we can get the government to step in, if the feds can step in and go, hang on a second, there's there's some improprieties here. We need to fix this. So I wonder, I wonder, can, can we, maybe we should all start bombarding our MPPs to say, hey, this has got to stop. I don't care that Doug has a majority. He can't be doing this. It's a, not only is a blatant lie, but it's just a cash grab. His billionaire friends will make even more billions. While they say, well, we've got to free up housing to increase the housing market, when all they're really doing is building houses for people who can afford them. And let's face it, who can afford houses today? Well, certainly not I, because in order for me to purchase a house in the Ottawa area, I need to be earning, uh, with a tw- I need to have a 20% cash down payment, number one. And number two, I need to be earning $129,000 a year. Well, I don't earn anywhere near that kind of money, and I certainly don't have a 20% down payment on a $700,000 home because that's kind of what the average is in Ottawa, I believe. Let me just double check. Um, average home price in Ottawa. Let's see here. Let's see. Uh, average home price in Ottawa. Oh, I was pretty close. The average price for a home in Ottawa. Oh, that was last year. Uh, in October 2021, was $635,000. Now, prices are dropping right now, but um, I'm not sure. The average price in Ottawa, 624000 As of October 2022, that was updated November 4th, 2022. This is uh, uh, WOWA.ca, Ottawa Housing Market. WOWA, trusted and transparent. Okay. There you go, $624,000. So you need to have 20 poor, 24, uh, 20% of that. So 20% of that's what, 140 ish somewhere near about $130,000. So you need $130,000 in cash, and you need to be earning $130,000, basically. 
they're not building houses for for people who are moving here. They are not building houses for people like you and I. They are building houses for wealthy individuals. And in many cases, the houses they build, they sell to themselves under a numbered company and then turn around and resell it at a higher margin. So they get paid twice. Just ridiculous. You're absolutely right, Heel. Uh, a government that refuses to respond to the will of the people must be brought to heel. The only way is when they fear the wrath of the people. It is up to us to organize. You, you are correct. And, and to follow up with that from you, um, the Ontario Liberal Party and the Ontario NDP pl- uh, plays party politics and ensure to Ford victory. They were warned in advance if they were playing these games, to hell with them, let's go authentic socialists for once. You know, the thing is this, um, I lost any respect I had for Andrea Horvath in the debates when she just sat there and attacked Stephen Del Duca, who was not in power and hadn't been for four years. <laughs> they, she shot uh, herself in the foot, shot Del Duca in the face, and propped up. Doug Ford. The only decent leader among them is Mike Greiner for the the Ontario Green Party. And he won every debate that he was in. And every time I watch him speak in the House, it's like, my God, this man actually would have made a great premier because he actually is doing his job. He's not politicking. He's doing his job. It's a shame you know, the, the, the sort of, the Green Party is the fringe party, in, in finger quotes, and they had the best possible um, option for a premier for this province who would have led us to prosperity, who would have lifted um, the, the poor and working class out of poverty, and remember, a rising, uh, a rising tide lifts all boats. Well, the more people getting paid a livable wage the better that is for everybody because that money comes right back into the economy. Dougie canceled the Universal Basic Income pilot project because he thought it was a waste of money. And I'm like, he just want, he said, well, you can't be giving people handouts. Oh, so we'll kill them instead. Is that what it is, Doug? Because people are applying for MAID in Ontario due to poverty. And guess what? MAID is health care. But when you Applied it for made because you live in extreme poverty. We have failed as a society. And that's murder by the provincial government because health care falls under the provincial government. Remember that, folks. It's pretty pathetic when we come to this stage in, 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 in the game when, when we're, we're advocating state murder. That's not what made was designed for. It was never meant for that. When there's an article written about the money that could be saved in Canadian healthcare because of MAID that makes me sick to my stomach. I, I'd put it up, but I would I would get very ill. So I'm not going to put this story up, but I'll, I'll I'll post a link to it later in uh, on the Twitter. We've we failed as a society when we allow that to happen. When we're going to effectively socially murder somebody because we can't be bothered to increase their basic income level. We've completely failed. 
You are right about that too, Hugh. We, we desperately need a workaround for the control of the media message. The, the last election was massively suppressed at a banana republic level. It was quite pathetically so because Dougie was allowed to say whatever the hell he wanted and get away with it. I mean, he did it day after day after day. Like, why was a man who under his watch allowed, allowed thousands of seniors to die in squalor in long-term health care? or long-term care homes. He allowed it to happen because he did nothing to prevent it. When you have battle-hardened combat, combat medics coming back from war-torn areas like Afghanistan, for example, and then come and work in long-term care homes in the province of Ontario and have PTSD from that, and then Dougie says, we're going to put an iron ring around those long-term care homes. Well, he did put an iron ring around them the shareholders, that is, the corporations that own the long-term care for prof- private for-profit homes, he put a, an iron ring around that because you can't sue them now. He doesn't care about the residents. They're just money makers for him. And remember, who runs a lot of these? Former Premier Mike Harris. It's just a cadre of ghouls practicing <sighs> skullduggery out in the open for all of us to see. It's sad, it's pathetic, and if we don't get out and vote him out in the next election, we've lost. We've lost our democracy, we've lost our society, we've lost our humanity, and we can't let that happen. That's another one too, Linda. Thank you for pointing that out. They passed legislation that limited the advertising anyone could do leading up to the election. They don't like democracy. They're dictators, and they will dictate to us how free we are as they rob us of our freedom. And with that, my friends, I am going to take my leave because uh, it is Friday morning and I do have to head into the office shortly. I apologize Mr. Beaver wasn't here today. Uh, I haven't heard from him yet, so I assume he's probably out like a light. May have had a touch of insomnia as I have had recently, so no worries. I'll be in touch with him. We'll, uh, I'll tweet how he's doing once I get a message from him. But until uh, until we meet again, my friends, remember we are available wherever you get your fine podcasts, all over the internet. You can find us on the Dean Blundell Network along with Spotify, Stitcher, Deezer, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And if you find us on Apple, please feel free to give us a rating because ratings help us increase our audience which will then help us increase the possibility of ads because let's face it, uh, I got to pay for all of this stuff. (laughs) And right now I'm just in the hole on it. That's okay though. I mean, we'll continue to deliver this content for you no matter what. And and it's something we we both uh, love to do and, and we're committed to it, which is why I'm here today. So you can find us, like I said, wherever you get your fine podcasts, including the Dean Blundell Network. Don't forget, I do have, uh, we do have t-shirts to sell you on uh, the Dean store, on the Dean Blundell Network. There's the Halloween one if you want to get that one. You can wear it next year for Halloween. You can get it now. And don't don't forget, if you, if you know about civics, maybe you should get a civics tee. Of course, the uh, pride tee is available along with the uh, Christmas tee. And I'll put the uh, link where you can get those right here in the chat. Give me a second here. Let's just cut and paste. We'll go there. And 
go to the chat right here, and then I put in this right here, and boom, there you are. Now you can uh, click on that link or send that link to somebody. Um, you want to get somebody a nice Christmas gift? How about uh, the True North Eager Beaver Christmas tea? You can wear that to a party and let people know who we are and what we do. We're always here, happy to help you out and uh, provide you with the content that you need, the information you require to get through your day as an informed individual. I feel that's important, and I know you would tend to agree with me too. So as I've said a time or two before, you can find us on all your favorite podcast places along with... um, you can, if you like, you can send us a donation at coffee, um, True North Eager Beaver at coffee.com, I believe it is, along with our pod page, uh, True North Eager Beaver, uh, podpage.com, and True North, uh, True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com. Until we meet again, my friends. The True North Eager Beaver podcast is an Eager Beaver Mr. Grizzly collaboration. Research, story, and guest curation, and copy written by The Eager Beaver. Recording, production, editing, and additional research by Mr. Grizzly. Music courtesy of Ben Sound Royalty Free Music. Once again, thank you to our founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing and CanadianTarot.com. And thank you to Pete Jarvis for our artwork. We love it. Kits, we'll talk to you real soon. Bye. Take care. See you soon, friends. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. journey like no other, where you will discover many rogues that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com.